I'm starting a petition to ban Florida moms from starting petitions. Want to sign? You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 141, for the week of Wednesday, the 5th of November, 2014. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... John. Justin. And Ben. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our toy of the week is the Icon Collectibles Phantom Statue, and our discussion topic is another round of Toy Dilemmas. We are at it again. Gentlemen, how are you all? Speaking. Good. You're speaking. Spiffing. <laughs> oh, spiffing. Got it. Spiffing. Hey, Justin, welcome back. How are you? Good, Scott. How are you? Good. What you been up to? A <laughs> uh, bit of an action-packed few weeks, actually. Um, started when my dad went to hospital for a hernia operation. They found what they described as lumps and bumps. <laughs> so he was um. in hospital for an extended delay, but he's fine now. Uh, my son was stung in the eye by a stink beetle. Oh my gosh! He that we flushed it out, and he was okay that night. And he woke up in the morning, swollen eye, and he had an ulcer on his eye. So, <sighs> been putting Good actual uh, cream inside his eyeball, but he's fine now. Um, Define stink beetle for the um, okay. non-Australians. Yeah, it's a bronze orange bug, and they're notorious for hanging around. Citrus trees, when they're about to bloom, so they go after the buds, the flowers, before they fruit. And uh, we have a lot of fruit near our back door, like a lot of fruit trees. And he was just helping me doing the finishing runs to the cat run out the back, and a uh, a beetle squirted him straight in the eyeball. (laughs) Yeah, quite painful. But he's fine now. He just had uh, about two days of cortisone cream. Oh. Di- rubbing directly into his eye, mind you. <laughs> none, of, none of this eyelid action. Uh, <laughs> it's been action packed. But he made up for it uh, yesterday. We made a hat um, for Silly Hat Day, and he won second prize in the whole school, so that was good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> he won four, sorry, he yeah. won four passes to uh, Chipmunks, which is a place like, um, I don't know if they're French, through Australia, but it's a indoor slides and in, indoor jungle gyms, that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. So he won four tickets to that, so that's pretty good. Very cool. So he ended the week on a high note. <laughs> and then you topped it all off by having a huge storm tonight. Yeah, it was a storming all day, a half an hour sun and then half an hour storm. It was a fantastic day. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and wow. uh, John, top that. <laughs> well. My eyes really pink today, and I don't know why. Pink um, eye, pink eye. I, it might be. Um, it's like really, really irritated, and I don't know what happened. Um, I have an aunt that's having surgery yesterday, and uh, let's see, it's, it's about freezing here today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So my um parents, because it's Halloween in the. Have you just woken up from Halloween, or? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Halloween. Yeah. So my, I switched my mom earlier today, which was still Halloween there, and it was snowing. Yep. Yeah. So and snow on Halloween is pretty unusual. So that's cold. Yeah. We hid out in the basement. Oh, don't you do trick or treaters? Well, we do normally, but because it was like uh, 40 degrees Fahrenheit and raining, we decided not to this year. <sighs> so you just pretended not to be home? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sounds fair enough. Ben, how are you? Yes, good. You want to know about stuff? Yeah, please. <laughs> well, not really, but our listeners probably care, so you should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, all, all good here. I had a pretty good day today. I had a uh, large leap forward in the whole um, family pop culture experience in that uh, – often watch a lot of uh, kids' shows with the tadpoles and usual Peppa Pigs and Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom and all that sort of stuff. But uh, today was a big day because we sat down and we watched the first four episodes of the Superhero Squad show. Oh, cool. Oh, and it was it was good because it was fun watching them, um, I guess, you know, get to know characters that I love. And uh, they really got into it. And so they were like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I'm like, that's Dr. Doom. And, and one of them's running around going, I'm Dr. Doom. I'm Dr. Doom. And so, yeah, it was, it was good sort of finally seeing them, I guess, get exposure to that, that universe that I've known my whole life. So, yeah, a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then they came into my comic room and they're looking at all the action figures and well, we saw him and we saw him and we saw him. And, and so, so don't touch. Yeah, that's, like right. oh, yeah that's, uh, that's pretty much a given. I've got a cattle prod just in case. Don't touch. That, that uh, Ben and Holly's Secret Garden is a pretty funny show, actually. It's bloody hilarious. I actually think it's very Makes me very laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah, I sometimes laugh and the kid's just sitting there and they're just oblivious. Yeah. And that's what my oh, son yeah. does as well. Yeah, they slip that one in for the adults. So. Yeah, I, I appreciate the shows where there's something in it for mum and dad too, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, are you home, Mr. Scotty? Are you I'm out home, and about? Yeah. I was out and about, but I am home um, momentarily. Then I'll be out and about again. So, <laughs> I am. Um, we have a long weekend here. Um, well, Tuesday is a public holiday in Victoria because it's the Melbourne Cup, which is you know the big horse race. So, um, there's no school. So the kids then in the private schools have Monday off as well. So I took Monday off, and so that I could chill here and um but my mrs scotty and the youngest scottette have actually gone uh to sydney um for to spend the long weekend with her mum. so i've got the eldest scottette here i was away all week but i got to see uh the other two at the airport for 20 minutes um ah. yeah because they were getting on a plane as i was getting off literally so yep, yep, yep. um so you know that's just the jet setting life isn't it <laughs> tragic <laughs> come, come catch me while i'm retrieving my baggage um <laughs> yeah but i i'm we're recruiting at the moment which means i'm reading lots of horrible applications and getting depressed about the future of the human race as i always do oh so yeah. you got mine yeah, <laughs> it's just sad. I don't know. I find like I I enjoy HR stuff because I like you know meeting people and and interviewing people. But that process of you know weeding through lots of bad applications and thinking, oh my gosh, you're never going to get a job. I find really sad. So, but all good. Yep. All good. 
Well, we have a truly action-packed show tonight with um, Toy Dilemmas making a return after its uh, very popular premiere, so we can't wait to find out what John has got in store with us. Uh, or Not with us, but for us. Um, but first, I reckon we should probably uh, get started with the news. Hurrah! Hurrah! Let's okay. do it. Okay. Let's do it. Spike! And now, Spike, well, let's see how he then likes your... Skeletor, Spike Orr, and He-Man figures each sold separately. Spike Orr. No one can stop the spike-studded armor of the mighty Spike Orr. He-Man. Not even me, you muscle-bound porcupine. Not even you, He-Man. Spike Orr is new from the Masters of the Universe collection. Other action figures each sold separately from Mattel. Well, as always, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news is where we talk about the highlights and lowlights of toy news of the week. It's not all the news. We're not a comprehensive toy news service. This is just the stuff that uh, either caught our eye or that we just couldn't not talk about. And I'm starting uh, with... It's pretty tiring, actually, now that the toys, rather than being news about toys, the toys seem to be news themselves. Um the Florida mom is back, and now that she has managed to get Toys R Us to uh, pull the Breaking Bad figures, she's now started a new petition um, to Target to get them to pull uh, Halo and Call of Duty uh, Mega Brand construction sets. Oh, bless her. <laughs> Protecting the youth of the world one bad toy at a time. That's so sweet of her. I know. I, it's just so good that, you know, she's taking responsibility for... Other people's children. Everybody's children. Yeah, everybody's children and innocence and all that rubbish and... Mm. Yeah, it's so sweet. <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, Target will um, not cave in the way that Toys R Us did. Yeah. Um, I mean, l- let alone the fact that... The, these are based on video games that I'm sure Target sells as well. Definitely. Yeah. Couldn't, oh, couldn't they oh, no, basically go... Sorry, Ben. No, no, I was just going to say, shouldn't she be um, spending her time actually protesting the video games instead? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what I can end up seeing out of this is some kind of um, rating system where toys actually have a sticker stuck on them. And, you know, so it'll be you know, MA. And so you have to be 15 to buy that toy. Hmm. <sighs> I was just going to say, couldn't she go through any character? I mean, Darth Vader we see in those prequels when he was a, a young uh, apprentice went in and murdered a whole fleet of Jedi kids. Mm, Should, spoilers. Shouldn't, spoilers. <laughs> shouldn't Darth Vader be banned? For sure. No, I mean, it's just insane. It's insane. I, 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 I kind of don't know what positive thing we could actually do to kind of put a stop to this. Cause it seems to me like it's just a slippery slope that there's no end to. Mm. Well, oh, that's right. It's got to lose momentum eventually. But I mean, these things come in, you know, in waves, like this will die off. She'll disappear and you know, we'll be right for another five years before it gets picked up again by another crazy person. So see, I would think though, that if she went after the game, she probably knows that, the big box stores aren't going to not sell those games because when they come out, they're, you know, big sellers. So, Mm. Um, well, they make more money than movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So anyway, please get a new hobby, Florida mom. Yeah. Can't even be bothered red carding her. No, maybe you could, um, you know, like start working for a charity or 
you know, trying to do something a bit productive. That would be is it like, the same mum? Like, like yeah, it's the same mum. Like maybe huh? like maybe raise her children instead of worrying about everybody else's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, how much how much time is she spending on this whole thing, you know, versus actually raising children? A lot. Yeah. A lot. So hopefully soon. And uh, then on to some actual toy news. Tweeterhead is a company that we have been hearing a bit more from. They're doing some maquettes uh, from the Monsters TV show. as well. They've got some Batman stuff as well. Um, there are Herman Munster and Lily Munster maquettes out there already. And now they are doing a maquette that is called Nevermore, and it is uh, the Munster's clock and also Spot, the Eddie Munster's you know, fire-breathing pet that we only ever see the tale of. And there are uh, color versions and then also a black and white version of this, which I think is pretty cool. Interesting. And this is um, big, isn't it? This is um, one six scale. Uh... One is it one six or one quarter? No, I think it's six because it's fifteen inches high. So, oh yeah, fair enough. Yep, fair enough. So, I mean, it's kind of a prop, really, isn't it? For the other um, ones, I can't imagine that you would buy this unless you had Herman or or Lily. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. just a um, little note to tweet ahead if you're listening. You might want to sort of include the scale or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little safety tip. Mm. Um, but great kind to see. A, Always good to odd, see. Sorry. What kind of an odd thing for that price, though? Well, yes. They always are for some bizarre reason. You look at some of the G.I. Joe ones that Sideshow have released, and they go for hundreds as well. That's, uh, I'm not quite sure why you know a huge chunk of painted plastic goes <laughs> for so much. It's not like it's you know articulated or anything like that. No. No. Mm. I did think it was um, pretty expensive for something that you really wouldn't buy on its own, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Does the clock work? I wouldn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> that it's would be cool. That's right. It could be, if it, if it worked, then it could be an actual clock, couldn't it? Yeah. Does the raven make any sound? <laughs> he says, once upon a midnight dreary, while upon a weekend dreary, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done. It's sculpted by Gene St. Jean, so that explains why it's very nicely detailed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's it's um, pretty. Um, and then something completely different. Think Geek is producing a range of uh, Walking Dead replicas, which they have called roleplay weapons. So you can get Daryl's crossbow, Merle's knife hand, semi-spoilers. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then Michonne's uh, katana. Um, so these, well, I would assume that they are, um, if it's a role play thing, I'd assume that they're life size, as it were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're plastic, like injection molded type stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, the, but however, the Daryl, Daryl's crossbow is the, it doesn't work. No. No. But it makes sound and vibration. Oh, very good. Yes, so batteries required, not included, um, for Gerald's crossbow. And then does Merle's knife hand do anything? Well, no, there's there's a handle inside it so you can hold onto it so it doesn't go flying. But but the most recent um, comic convention or or pop culture convention I went to, I was amazed just how big uh, LARP has become. 
in the live action role playing and yeah. there were people who were dedicated to just selling LARP gear, uh, weapons and clothing and you know costume pieces and that sort of thing. It's actually huge. Yeah. And these are actually not expensive. They're kind of from 35 to 20 yeah. uh, Sorry, from $40, Daryl's being the battery-operated one, um, down to 25 for the other two. So, um, you yeah, know, pretty reasonable for for what they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's some fun there if you are a Walking Dead fan and want to um, do some role-playing. <laughs> oh. um, and that is my news. And now I am going to hand over to Justin. Okay, my first bit of news, uh, well, is Hot Toy Stormtroopers. Now, this is a two-pack. It is at three ninety nine ninety nine. But what is most impressive is that the scale, one Stormtrooper is taller than the other. And as a bonus, if you get in on the pre-order, you get a mouse droid as well. That's included. But, I mean, the sets of hands, there's uh, seven sets of hands, weapons, um Boys, you've got to be excited about this. This is uh, fantastic. And to go the extra step to make them uh, two different, or make the scale different between both of them is uh, just a nice little touch. Say that Stormtroopers are loved by everyone mm. the world over. Mm. So, mm. Mm? Yeah, no? Um, slightly worrying postscript, though, mm. is that when I tried to order this on Sideshow, I was told that uh, it does I'm not. That's a bit of news. Sorry yes, about that. That it yeah, does not so ship to Australia. Okay, I saw that. Delivery restrictions what? apply. Oh. Yes. So. What? I know. So, I and I tried the single, because there is a single Stormtrooper as well, and that same deal. So, not sure what mm. that means. I mean, I didn't have any trouble with the Han and Chewie. No. Um, so, occasion, I have had that issue once or twice before, and then it seems to have been resolved. Mm. Um, but I've got them pre-ordered at Big Bad just in case um, yes. that this doesn't work out. But, of course, then that means I'm not getting the exclusive two-pack, um, which would be a bit irritating. I tell you what, I bet you the people, the, the collectors in Estonia and uh, the Slovak <laughs> Republic are breathing a sigh of relief because they can still order it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When you look at the shipping quote thing, there's a huge drop-down list. But... Yeah, I don't know. We we Ben and I were having a discussion before we started about um, our local uh, distributor of such things here and the exclusive rights that seem to be getting um, uh, snapped more up. Prolific. Yes, um, mm. d- disclosure: they are a sponsor of this show, but um, you know that's still a bit of a worry. Mm. Well, it's further, probably just. Sorry. I mean, they probably just work it out over time. Probably just have to get it all cleared and everything. But it means we'll still never be able to get the exclusive items because the distributor here in Australia will get the non-exclusive. So if mm. that eventually applies to all their products, that means when we're ordering, um, you know, quarter-scale premium format statues, um, we don't get an option to get the exclusive. Because uh, the restriction applies. So I'll tell you something else, a further postscript to that is that uh, Amazon has stopped all um, international or shipping to Australia for any action figures as well oh, in good. the past couple what? of days. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. It's impossible to get any action figures to, to Australia from Amazon at the moment. Hmm. Hmm. I've never had much luck with that, though. 
No, me either. Yeah. Anything? I mean, I I have I don't shop on Amazon for stuff other than ebooks a lot, but any time that I have seen something try and collectible wise on Amazon, I, it hasn't been shippable to Australia. Mm. Weird. Weird. Anyway, I don't want to sidetrack the news completely, but that's just I, the, the it, scary post strip script. Yeah. Uh, I will say one thing that's cool about these guys since we were talking about. Um, the shipping for a little bit. Uh, the armor, the way they did the armor on the shorter one, it looks like it's the same size armor. So you've really got that smaller body in the same armor um, look to it. You know, the the chest plates down farther on the middle piece, and yeah, you, you can see more of the leg um, at the top of the taller one. Yeah, I mean, so extremely they did a good cool. job there. Yeah. Extremely cool. Yes, I believe the the sole reason between the heights in the stormtroopers is so that eventually, if you've got the hand solo and the Luke Skywalker, you can pop off their heads and swap them. Mm. Well, we've, I've already got an extra Luke head from the That's right. yeah Hunt Toys one. So, yep. There you go. Anyway, carry on, Justin. <laughs> well, talking about what shipping and the rest of it will be now comes news from Sideshow Collectibles of the Obi Wan Kenobi Legendary Scale Statue. Yikes. So this is up for pre-order now at Big Bad Toy Store for $1,839, estimated to arrive in December 2014. So if I'm not mistaken, we've seen Darth Vader from this, this scale Fett. as well. Before. Boba Fett. And Boba Fett, yeah. 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 So just going through some of the, the sorry, some of the size. Uh, here we get 40 inches high, 9 inches wide, so and 19 inches in length. So boy, oh boy. Um, the shipping <laughs> weight is 121 Point eight pounds. Yeah. Great googly moogly. Ask them if they can use a chainsaw and cut it two in pieces if you want to get it here and maybe <laughs> you can do something with the fabric and not see the cut lines. <laughs> um, I'll be getting six of these myself. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful Alec Guinness likeness. Yeah. It's beautiful. I don't like the idea of a toddler size Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> not the old man one, at least. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, so I don't. I'm not gonna, building. I, I, I am. The only way I could find out about this stormtrooper shipping thing was to try and actually buy it. So I'm scared to try it for the Obi Wan one, <laughs> just in case I accidentally buy it. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's sorry a kids dollar yeah. non refundable deposit there. Also. So. Yeah. Sorry kids, Christmas is cancelled. Yeah. Um, so two grand, but you'll, but you'll soon have a little older brother. <laughs> 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 it's like more from all. Didn't he age backwards? <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness! Woo! Four hundred dollar non refundable deposit on sideshow for this guy. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Get some sort of made to order de- detail then. I guess they'd be extremely limited. Two hundred limited edition of two hundred. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Further sideshow news, which is not. As ridiculous, I guess, a 12-inch Red 5 X-Wing pilot. That would be Luke Skywalker. So the best thing about this, uh, obviously, in this flight suit would be the details, and they haven't spared any expenses here. Um, there's a lot going into it. We have, uh, so this is a new articulated body as well. So the Luke Skywalker face from the sculpting here, and we can see is, is almost spot on. It's, yeah. uh, it's really, really good. Um, now we also have right and left relaxed gloved hands. I'm just reading this straight from the thing. Right and left flight boots. So, I mean, signal flare supports them with the oven based flight deck graphic as well. So, this is expected to arrive in October, so or next year, <laughs> and the price will be $239. 
So they're really getting busy on this uh, license up at the moment, aren't they? They're cranking them out because they did the um, the Hoth one as well. That's right. Mm. Those aren't even out yet. Like the, mm. So this is so beautiful. I, I find it hard to imagine Hot Toys doing this any better. Like, Yeah. Um, and they're pretty mm, – yeah, I'm tempted by this. Really? Yeah. Well, you can try. Like um, Sideshow, I'll probably be allowed to – oh, I don't know. Let's find out. Arnold, can you try and buy this on your credit card, not mine, please? Um, just to, uh, actually, it's not up for order yet. It's still. Oh no! Buy now. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on with your news while I do my research. Oh, sure. So, the next bit of news is surprise, surprise, Star Wars related, and this is SH Figure Arts movie and realization figures revealed. Uh, not too much information here because it is uh, basically written in J- Japanese, and the source we're getting our our uh, news from sort of state that as well. So it just appears that we have uh, some figures coming out on the Star Wars base six inch line, and we can see there is a Han Solo and Luke Luke from I refuse to say New Hope from Star Wars, <laughs> and he looks pretty spiffy as yeah, I can that- see. That head sculpt on Luke is pretty darn good. It is. The talent is unbelievable. Yeah, and I mean, we haven't actually had this figure from Hasbro, so, you know, we've had a couple of Lukes, but um, not the farm boy Luke. Mm. Well, I I hope that the the hair paint turns out like that on Luke, because that is the most impressive blonde hair I've ever seen on an action Mm. figure, if it does. It makes you wonder how much of it is lighting. Yeah. Mm. But it's not. It's very nicely done. No indication, like, for example... Luke doesn't have like a, a a lightsaber that's on, and he doesn't seem to have a gun of any kind. So, no word on what sort of extras we'll be getting. No. Well, they normally don't skip on that stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, for the price point, you you know want to yeah. hope they don't skimp. No, definitely. Those are beautiful. They are beautiful. Yeah, yeah in the further on down in the pictures i know we had when we talked about the the samurai vader it mm. looks like they've got a full size um darth vader lightsaber a katana version on uh on a stand yes. so i wonder if that's actually coming out or is that just a display for them <laughs> well, hopefully he carries cool. that at his side because he's not going to get that out of his back sheath exactly <laughs> <laughs> you're obsessed i know i am <laughs> i actually like the uh, royal guard I think that's uh, quite impressive from the little pick I can see and the stormtrooper. Yeah. The stormtrooper yeah. looks cool. Mm. It's a sandtrooper. Yeah. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, get it right. <laughs> his katana's so, on his side. Well, I mean, what's good to see about this is um, it, it's clearly not just a one-off. We've got mm. the samurai Vader. Now we're getting a, a samurai sandtrooper. So you know they look uh, pretty darn good together, and I like how even like obviously there's a, there's a mix of the you know the Star Wars look. And the samurai look, but even his um, his gun that he's holding up, this you know antiquated rifle, still looks like a combination of um, you know the, the early firearm compared to the um, blaster rifle that the stormtroopers carry. So that's pretty nifty. Yeah, it's um, pretty I good think to actually, see like, when... go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's pretty good to see uh, further solicitations because when Darth Vader came out, there wasn't much news, and to see them mm. all. On display here, it's, it's yeah, pretty yeah, good. It yeah. makes me sort of go, oh, I want these. <laughs> <laughs> um, just yeah, for I the like. record, I was able to uh, order the um, Luke from Sideshow. Did you, did you take one for the team? 
I didn't actually buy it. I just went through the checkout thing oh, too. Okay. Yeah, see, I yeah, probably I, will. I didn't, I didn't buy it. No, I probably will though. I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> going to buy it. I'm just saying, just checking. It. Like it does ship to Australia, so hopefully the the stormtrooper thing is uh, not a di- di- not distribution mm. restriction related, but some other issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have sent them an email, so I shall await a reply. Yeah, and and I mean it may be that just because they know the stormtroopers are going to be nuts that they've restricted the shipping a bit more, but it still seems weird. Mm. Anyway. Sure. Anyway, that was my last piece of news. Cool. Awesome. Well, well I'll, I'll, try, I'll try not to interject in Ben's news as much. That's all right. I'll just talk about something really new and exciting. Star Wars! Hey! We haven't covered that for ages. No, that's right. Um, in my first bit of news, there is a new six-pack coming out. It's a Star Wars Rebels, the new animated series. Titan pack exclusive. So if you just can't get enough of those Titans, then uh, boy, howdy, is this the pack for you? Um, so anyway, it's uh, six of them in a single pack, um, and they're pretty, pretty sort of chunky in size. So, mm. um, but you get you, you get individual characters. You get Darth Vader, Kanan, 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 Jarrus, Ezra Bridger, and the Inquisitor. And there are two exclusive uh, figures to this set. One is the Shadow Storm Trooper and the other is a Clone Trooper Captain. And uh, cool. these will set you back $65 and they are due out now. Yeah, I think I actually saw these last night. Oh, really? They, yeah, they were at Target. Reasonably priced for a six-pack? Yeah, well, I mean, they're Titan, so they're, mm. you know, what? Five oh, these are really tight. Oh, okay. yeah, no, no, the, they're the, the big yeah. ones. The big ones, you know, I yeah. I think I like. I mean, I don't like these Titan this Titan stuff as a collector, but I like that there are cheap um, toys around that parents can buy for kids. Mm-hmm. That you know, I've seen kids running around with the Titan Iron Man and you know, that sort of thing, and I know that we complain about them because they're not articulated, etc. But kids, that means that a kid's running around with an Iron Man toy. Yeah, and ultimately, yeah. you know that that is a good thing, um, and a couple of these here. I mean, that Darth Vader looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's just a shame that they're very uninspiring. Into like every time you look at a Titans, it's just some dude standing there with his arms by his side. They, they haven't sort of made any effort to go for a dynamic sculpt. Um, so you know, you have that common look and feel across all of them. Everyone's just standing there going, "Hey, Dave." Hey, <laughs> but it's you know it's for kids that can um yeah. so they can use their imagination run around and with a, a decent size you know character and i will say i like it better for this animated stuff than i do you know the regular stuff mm. yeah, yeah. I, I think it looks a little better yeah 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 well, there you go keep an eye out for that so all right coming up next is uh the whole halloween thing means that sideshow had their spooktacular which is sort of a, a week-long uh, event of competitions and reveals and all those sorts of things. And they have announced that from the Hellraiser franchise um, that we are getting a Pinhead premium format statue. Um, and it looks pretty darn spot on. Um, this Terrifying. Would be, this would be a pretty tough one to sculpt, I imagine, because um, not only do you have to get the lines in, in Pinhead's face, but obviously the, you know, the pins as well. And it would be very interesting to see how they did the pins whether they are actually legitimate metal pins. Um, but, look, it looks the part. It looks like um, Doug Bradley, the actor that plays Pinhead. Um, look, I think everything about this is stunning. The only thing that's not working for me um, is Pinhead wears this kind of leather apron that flares out at the bottom in a type of skirt, 
Um, and in the, the promo shots, the skirt is quite pronounced. It really does flare out like a, a ball gown. Like a where it's, yeah. Well, it's just, it's just too flared out. Whereas, you know, if you look at him in the movies, it's not quite as pronounced. It kind of hangs down. Um, but I mean, that's obviously something they've been trying to do with the mixed media. Um, and you know, I don't know, perhaps there's some, some play in it in terms of, um, I almost wonder if he's walking underneath that, mm. you know, where his legs are apart and stretched out a little bit. Yeah. But wouldn't uh, be typical for Pinhead. I mean, normally he just stands there, but <laughs> yeah, I, so was looking, wa- I was watching some of those yesterday actually. And, uh, likeness is really good. It is. It's, it's spot on to Doug Bradley, though. The, I think in the last film, it wasn't actually, he wasn't played by Doug Bradley. It was a new actor, um, which is for the best because the, the first movie is amazing and it's uh, very entertaining. And basically after that, they go to shit. So uh, I think there's about eight films now and they gradually get worse as the, as the franchise goes on. Um, this is uh, an exclusive version. If you get in early and instead of getting just the usual puzzle box, you will actually get a solved version of the puzzle box. Um, as an exclusive, but uh, uh, we talked a few weeks ago about how premium format statues uh, under $400 seem to be a rarity these days, and this one's no exception, and it is $450 expected to ship in October 2015. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring out any of the other Cenobites or whether this will be a a one-off, once-off. So, yeah, pretty nifty, but um, as much as I enjoyed the, the first film and uh, I dig Pinhead as a, I guess, as a horror franchise character, um, it's not something that I'll end up going after. You know, um, this week, the Nerdist interviewed, uh, he had an interview on with uh, Clive Barker, and uh, the dude's a little odd, but you wouldn't yeah. think that would come from his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Clive is a strange chap. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is this is creepy, and that would keep you awake at night. Yeah, yeah. I've actually got a one uh, six scale model kit from um, if anyone remembers Screaming from back in the days, and I remember buying the model kit and seeing this big thing on the front that said "pins not included." Oh. And I thought <laughs> what? And then I opened it, and there were pins in there, and yeah, it was actually quite entertaining jamming all these pins into his head. So, huh. what? So it said they weren't included, and then they were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably one of the reasons Screaming went out of business because they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, moving on and uh, sticking with a the theme, those folks at Hollywood Collectibles have announced a Michael Myers one-quarter scale statue. Michael Myers, the uh, psychopath of choice from the Halloween franchise. Um, this features uh, Michael in his traditional sort of blue overall duds with the uh, William Shatner mask on. And... Um, for some bizarre reason, they've got him posed with this. He's he's going into stabby stabby mode, so he's got the uh, the kitchen knife well and truly above his head. Um, and I don't know whether that actually contributes to the height, but anyway, this guy is one quarter scale, so he stands twenty one and three quarter inches tall. Um, given the actor wasn't particularly tall, I'd probably say that's to the top of the hand. Um, and this is actually a limited edition because it is an edition size of just 150 pieces. So, wow. Yeah. And uh, it comes with, um, it looks like there's a nameplate that's actually separate. So, this is actually quite clever. Um, people probably know of my aversion to things like this that have nameplates because I don't need a nameplate to tell me what it is. And it looks like the nameplate actually sits in front of the statue as a separate piece. And this is actually an exclusive if you order from um, Hollywood 
collectibles, uh, and it's double-sided. So you can either have just uh, John Carpenter's Halloween where you can um, swap it out and have it with the uh, the night he came home um, blurb. So whatever you call that. Um, so this is up for pre-order. It'll be out in first quarter 2015. So these guys don't solicit a, a year ahead. It looks like it's just around the corner. And, hey, look, no, it looks pretty good. It looks like there's some nice weathering on his overalls, et cetera, and the base is quite simple. Looks like he's walking across the lawn, bit of blood. Base is very simple. Yeah. Very That's simple. right. Scary. I can remember when Mrs. Shake and I were first dating and we realised pretty quickly that her type of movies were um, Bridget Jones' Diary and my kinds of films were, you know, more the action-y horror. And I I asked her if she'd ever seen horror films and basically had said no, 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 no. And I said, okay, you know, you're going to have to watch a couple. And she really wasn't interested. And I said, look, we'll just sit down and watch John Carpenter's Halloween and see how you go. And, of course, as soon as that finished, she's like, well, what happens? What happens? It's like, well, we have to watch the second one. Do you have the second one? Can we watch it now? So, uh, so yes, there are some good ones out there, and this is, of course, a classic. That's funny. Yeah, so anyway, pretty nifty. Very and nifty. Yeah, my last bit of news was something quite interesting. Um, the folks at Pegasus Hobbies have released uh, assorted um, you know, movie-related collectibles for a while now. These are model kits, and they've done uh, Terminator model kits in in the past including the flying um hunter killer and also the 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 track based tank type hunter killer uh model kits but they've actually just announced that they are doing a set of T800 endoskeletons so this is the classic terminator endoskeletons it is actually labeled with the terminator 2 judgment day moniker which means they've taken it from that particular film um and this is actually a, a set of 5 T800 in a model kit comes with a base as well um and what's pretty groovy about this is they are one thirty second scale so to give you an idea one thirty second scale probably works out to about a bit over two inches maybe 55 millimeters um and it's a set of five and for 39.99 i actually think that's pretty darn good so these would be quite neat if you're a war gamer, something nifty to put on the battlefield. But um, if you've also got the other vehicles, these would be pretty cool to put them alongside. So I figure for eight is bucks it, each. Is that a common model scale for vehicles? Um, no, one thirty second scale is oh, probably more to do with the large slot cars. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, the professional slot cars you see around are actually 132nd scale. Um, the scale you're probably thinking of in these terms is 135th. Um, yeah. one, 135th is um, somewhat common in terms of uh, military uh, tanks and things like that. So, um, yeah, 132nd is a, a bit odd, I guess. So I don't know why they've gone specifically for that and not 135th. Huh. Um, yeah. Huh. Yeah, which means the um, the hunter killer, the tracked one, would be massive. Um, it'd have to be probably you know close to a foot long. So these aren't um, these aren't small. So anyway, they're pretty nifty, and I think that could be my last bit of news. Well, it must be John's turn. Well, moving from one sci-fi property to another, uh, you know, I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen these previously because our good friends at Funko are coming out with um, wait for it, Firefly Pop vinyl. <laughs> Way. And um, yeah, and the whole crew's there. You know, you got Kaylee, Wash, uh, Zoe, and Mal, and of course you got Jane. And Jane has his hat and his favorite gun. So um, 
you can't ask for anything more. Uh, the wash is actually kind of cute because he comes with a single dinosaur. So apparently but cool. this one has be- betrayed the other one. <laughs> um, he only has one now. But no, they're all pretty cute. Um, this would be one of those. If you get one, you'd probably want them all. Yeah. Do you think uh, Firefly is going to be that new property that just keeps on giving? It's going to be like the new Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, for years, we're just going to get more and more merchandise for a show that you know barely lasted half a season. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be around for a while. I, I you know, it, it, you look at the people that you know cosplay as characters and just the uh, you know the quotes people quote it and stuff. So I, th- I think it's it's going to be around for a while. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, if, it, if if the amount of people that are into Firefly now actually watch the show, it'd probably still be around. Well, that's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, this will be interesting to see if this is a precursor, because wasn't there supposed to be a Funko Legacy line of Firefly figures? Yes. Yes. So yeah. I wonder if they're hot on the heels. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I wouldn't hmm. really wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, cool. So... Well, next up, we got a little bit of news. Um, there was a show this week, uh, a Tamashi event or Bandai event. I'm not really sure which because everything I've read on it was in Japanese or where I could find news. Um, <laughs> but uh, Tamashi is opening a web shop that is open to the West. Um, so if you're you're over here in the U.S. or I don't know, I imagine you, maybe even you guys, depends on how they consider the West. Um the, the English-speaking world um, hasn't always been able to get the Tamashi web shop exclusives. So mm. hopefully this will become a channel to get some of those things. Now, right now, they only have one piece up on it, and it is a one-piece little vinyl figure. Not one piece of a vinyl figure, but a vinyl figure from one piece. So, <laughs> um, But they do a lot of web exclusives through their shop, so this might be... Um, good news for some people might be bad news for some people's wallets. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if they actually move everything over to there where we can get it or not, but, um, should be good. Mm. Glad to see them kind of recognizing, you know, Hey, there's collectors outside of Japan and, yep. you know, we, we want to be able to ship stuff to them. So that is good. I, I wonder if that, that website, you know, is, is fully not the, the full intention is to give us all the information as well. I mean, one of the most frustrating things I found around, you know, the news this, this weekend about that show is even if I went to a, a website and, you know, Google said, Oh, this is in Japanese. Would you like to translate it? And I went, yeah, yes, please. And then Google Translate went, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I quit. Just I joking. Quit. Just joking. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, that and it seems like a lot of places, you know, especially on their news releases, they'll do it as like a big picture. Mm. So even if it is in Japanese, it comes across as just a picture and you don't get to, you know, it doesn't translate pictures, obviously. So, you know, you get like two words here and there and that's about it. But no, this this should be interesting news. So cool. Um, Also, they showed off um, lighted stands. for the Tamashi effects. So it looks like they're, they're moving up to, to have some under lighting for your action figures. And I, I imagine that, that Ben probably is interested in this for displaying maybe some of his customs. That'd be cool. Yeah. Especially with the flame effects. Yeah. The, it looks like, cause the, the, the picture we're looking at, um, I think the explosions we talked about a couple of weeks ago, they're shown and then the, the flame effect sets are in the back and then the, it looks like the lighted bases are kind of mixed in between. Um, looks like they probably have a peg hole and I don't know if there's, 
which red green explosion effects uh looks like a flame effect too kind of like an impact uh so it looks pretty cool mm. looks pretty cool um and then it looks like a plain one as well where you can light a figure from behind underneath with no mm. you know effect around it <laughs> this is such so, a cool idea they really are I like the one with the the explosion underneath the figure. That, that, <laughs> He's that gone just, flying. I love that it. Right. Love it. <laughs> Imagine that, like an Iron Man, you know, doing that that crouched yeah. landing pose in the middle of that. That would be <laughs> awesome. Insane. The spoke but, might be good for Nightcrawler. Mm. Yeah. True. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good for him. Yeah, look, I think these are just win win. I mean, obviously the. You know, the, the fire one is, is probably the most useful one with so many great figures from the Human Torch, et cetera, and the lightning one there for Storm or, or even a, um, you know, Captain Marvel, uh, et cetera. So, yeah, I think it's just fantastic. The, the blue one, you could even get away with a Namor. Wish I thought of this idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, well, I, I love the fact that they're doing it and, you know, most of these effects and stuff aren't, you know, they don't do them as like a character specific thing. Mm. Which they could have easily have done, you know. They could have said, "Well, we're going to do this for specifically for Dragon Ball and make everything look very Dragon Ball." But these look, you know, neutral yeah. enough. You could use them with other figures, and I think that's awesome. Oh, that's what yeah. I really like about it. And they've obviously mass produced uh, Mister, you know, no name, discreet, anatomically incorrect gray guy because you know there's half a dozen in the photo. He'll be sold sooner or later. I know there's been a lot of. Uh Back and forth, but I bet you he comes out. Yeah, yeah he, he will come out eventually, I would imagine. I was actually looking at one of those. We were in uh, one of the arts and crafts stores the other day, and I was looking at one of those uh, drawing, oh, you know, anatomical wooden drawing ones, yeah. wooden figures. Yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. And I was like, what am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop now. That's right. I need to yeah. stop now. I just don't have enough things to buy. <laughs> yeah. So... But good for them, and uh, I'm sure Adam will be excited. And uh, there was also, and I, I forgot to put it in the news, uh, they showed off, I want to say, Sailor Chibi and the guy in the tuxedo from Sailor Moon. So I'm sure Adam Adam will be excited for that because everybody needs an action figure in a tuxedo. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that has been a very comprehensive uh, set I'm of not, news. I'm not done. Oh, sorry. <gasps> oh, no. More. Sorry, I thought... We, uh, my apologies. Come on. More I have the Playmates news. Of course. <laughs> We've seen uh, Bebop and Rocksteady from Playmates for their Teenage Ninja Turtle line. And uh, they look pretty cool. And Hooray. you can apparently, if you... Uh, Go to the uh, fan club. It looks like you can maybe win them before they come out on shelves, but uh, looking good. So the reason these are awesome is because the the new TV show, which you know uh, I do go on, is awesome. Um, we are treading over a lot of old ground in terms of bringing classic characters back in in some manner. Um, but the two that they seem to have resisted showing are uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, and you know, now they're finally coming and we're getting action figures of them. So, yay. Yay. Very yay. good. <laughs> mm, I don't like t- the costumes. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, mm. I, I don't really understand. So, yay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you done now, John? Yes. Okay. Hey, that's the end of the news. It is. Yay. 
officially. What a comprehensive uh, look at all this stuff. I know we said we're not comprehensive, but I think we did a pretty good job this week. <laughs> we did. We did. And uh, I think we should have a little break and then come back with the next installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. It's time for the next installment of Name That. John has been good enough to uh, put together a game for us that has taken on a life of its own. And, uh, John, tell us all about it. Well, you know, I play a sound, you guys guess where it's from, and then we distribute prizes or points. Mm, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we'll play last week's sound right here. The rocket's crashing! We'll put him in the repair station. We can rebuild it. We'll replace the modules. No injury here. Okay, guys. What are the guesses? Beetleborgs. Uh, Thundercats. <laughs> Silverhawks. Great guesses, but you're all wrong. Oh. But who was not wrong was Hellbot, with a little help from Ease. Um, they figured out this was six million dollar man because I had to throw out an easy one for for a change, and it was the um, bionic repair capsule rocket thing, which was one of my favorite toys when I was a kid. So I never saw good. one. Never saw one of those. No, no. Everyone had the uh, the Steve Rogers, but um, not Steve. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually had this, and um, it was pretty cool. It had a little thing in it, Steve, that had the uh, had like an X ray thing. Where it would glow in the dark, so you'd charge it up, and then it looked like little glowing X-rays. I remember mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Steve Rogers, Steve Austin, Timmy Steve. <laughs> Steve Austin yeah. Rogers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, they well, actually, anyway, well done. <laughs> yeah, they had one of these at, uh, <laughs> over at Intergalactic Toys here in Fort Wayne, and uh, it, it was very tempting. But uh, I, I oh, come on, man. They, they, I was in there yesterday with Mrs. Nerd and she was impressed they had a, a Jamie Summers doll. So, um, <laughs> very exciting times yesterday. Did they have a fembot? Um, no, they did not have the fembot. They had the, I want to say they had the Bigfoot a while back too. But, well, um, yeah, they had some cool stuff over there yesterday. I remember I had the ripoff one. What was the ripoff one? That's, um, that would be the uh, 50 cent million dollar man? No, no, he was actually oh. released from, uh, so that like his brother, Jerry Austin? No, I'll have to find something about it. I can't remember the name of it. I think it was the Mattel one. <laughs> oh, um, the guy with the blood in his chest? Yes, that guy. Oh, crap. Yeah. He wasn't like an astronaut, he was like a plumber. <laughs> oh, the anyway. blood in his chest. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Pulsar. 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 It was released by Kenner. Pulsar. That's Pulsar. the guy I had. Yeah, we actually had him as a name that a while back because he had the spinning discs in his head. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs Pulsar to... was like a geriatric sort of guy. It was like he a was full circle. Yeah, because he had, it looked like gray hair, didn't it? On him? Yeah, white. It was a silver fox. We have a Pulsar commercial in the rotation of the clips in between the segments on the show. Huh. True story. Yeah. But not a Steve Austin one. Or a Steve Rock. No. One. No, but we have a um we have a Fembot one. Hmm. It's true. Hmm. 
Well, anyway, speaking of rotation eclipse, we better put a new one in. And we should mm-hmm. do that right here. I'm Dr. My robots have denied the controls of as soon as we get rid of them. And we'll better do that one more time because, you know, you might not have caught it the first time. I'm Dr. My robots have denied the controls of as soon as we get rid of them. So, so Justin. Yes. If if they thought they knew what that that clip was, all our great listeners out there, what, what would they do? Where would they go? Uh, they would go to actionfigureblues.com. No. What? <laughs> Wrong. AFB forum? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that might work a little better. <laughs> oh, don't click on actionfigureblues.com. There's some women doing some terrible things with that. <laughs> no, they should definitely go there, but not to answer the name that. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. That place where we hang out. <laughs> you know so well. So, so Move along. So, Ben, <laughs> if they go to, to afbforum.com and make a guess on the, the name that thread, what do they get if they get the guess right? They get coveted points. And what can they buy with those points? Nothing, because I forgot to bake something this week. Uh, but they can save them up. And, and Scott, what, what if they save up enough, what can they get? Um, our undying love and admiration. Oh. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, they can they can get our undying love, or as we call him, Adam. Um, <laughs> and but not the admiration. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> I was getting picked on a lot for this week for not being here. Um, anyway, um, it's his fault for not being here. If you'd rather play the picture version because the audio version is just too challenging for you, come over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays where I do that. And you, you can still guess and get points. It's just you play pictures instead of audio. Yeah, that's it. Very good. Sweet. Well, John, thank you very much for that. And uh, we will be right back in a moment with our Toy of the Week. Steve Austin, the $6 million man, and the new Bionic Transport and Repair Station. The rocket's crashing! We'll put him in the Bionic Repair Station. We can rebuild it. We'll replace the modules in the Bionic arm. No injury here. We'll have to check his eye. Bionic eye, A-OK. $6 million man, ready for action. New Bionic Transport and Repair Station sold separately. The $6 million man, new from Kenner. Well, it is time for Toy of the Week. This is where one of us takes uh, something that we have either acquired recently or acquired in the past and talks about it in detail. And this Toy of the Week is rather significant, but I'll let Justin tell you all about it. Okay. I have grabbed a piece of cardboard and I'm about to slide down a very slippery slope on it. (laughs) This week Uh, I purchased the Phantom Ghost to Walks limited edition 12-inch statue from Icon collectibles. Statue. Statue. Statue, yes. So I've joined the club. Hey. Uh, Ben sent me some stickers during the week, and I'm still (laughs) waiting for my membership card off Scott. So Yeah, yeah. It'll get My address hasn't changed, by the way. (laughs) No worries. I was just trying to work out how to get there around the restraining order, that's all. Cool. 
So I better talk about this statue. Uh, like Go I mentioned, it. he is from Icon Collectibles now, as Scott enlightened me a few weeks ago, and I did some research on him as well, that Icon Collectibles are basically a distribution company in Australia. And I purchased this guy through popculture.com, where I could have gone to the Icon Collectibles website and purchased it through there as well. Um, year of acquisition would be this year. He was meant to come out uh, around Christmas time, but for some reason he arrived on Friday. So hmm, sweet. That was good. <laughs> um, okay, so he is a 12-inch poly resin statue. Um, now, it's a bit jarring at first. I, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but when you take him out of the box, just the weight <laughs> compared to an action figure. I know it sounds really stupid, but <laughs> taking him out and actually holding him in going, wow, it's got some weight to it. <laughs> so said so that, it is 31 centimetres tall from base to head. So what's that? Just over twelve inches, twelve yeah. point something inches. He cost me one hundred and twenty nine dollars shipped from Pop Culture, which I thought was a pretty good price at the time. One of the reasons I bought it. I said a few weeks ago that uh, I was looking for pop vinyl figures for my daughter for a Supernatural, and I saw this on the on the front page. And the reason I bought him is just um, had a bit of a memory of my uncle, who handed me, like I said, a stack of about five hundred Phantom comics one day, and said. Uh, I noticed you're reading Batman and um, Justice League. You should really have a look at this guy. <laughs> and I read them from front to back, one after the other, and I was hooked since then. I don't collect many Phantom comics these days, but I, I still have those 500 comics somewhere in storage. <laughs> Over 500. It's about 550, something like that. Well, right. Um, yeah. The packaging's pretty cool. Um I've lost the box now. <laughs> Here it is. Um, it's all—it's in its purple glory. So there's no mistaking who this bo- box belongs to. He—it's uh, embosomed with the um, the phantom um, lettering with the skull at the start. It, it is a limited edition piece, by the way. And I got number two hundred thirty-seven out of five hundred. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just that I own him now. The box itself was pretty collector-friendly. You guys are pretty used to it. It's just a foam inlay inside the box um, and wrapped in plastic. There's no certificate, but on the bottom, basically they've saved a bit of time and just put the, the logo from, you know, King Feature Syndicate and the Phantom Limited Edition 237 to 500. And there's also an Icon collectible stamp on the, on the base as well. Now, the sculpt itself, um, on, on the website I've, I've provided a link to, it looks like from the photos taken that the head is in a different angle from when the when the actual statue arrives because it's taken from an angle shooting upwards. So when you do receive this statue, he's pointing down a little. His head is pointing down to the ground sort of thing. Oh, good but old trick statue photography. Yeah, it yeah. was a bit... I was Welcome like, oh, to the club. Oh. What, why is his head so far down? But it's just the photography. It was uh, nothing else. I had a look straight away thinking, oh, maybe it's changed from... From you know initial um, proto is proto for statues <laughs> until now. So the sculpt, I mean, there's no mistaking it. It's the Phantom. You can't really go wrong with with the coloring. The purple is is, uh, is pretty good. <laughs> it uh, there is subtle shading around the muscles. The now the underpants, as we all know, those stripy blue and black ones here. They've you, you often see the Phantom sometimes with the blues quite more pronounced in the colour, like almost a navy sort of blue. Here they've gone for the sort of lighter blue. Um, and 
as ridiculous as the costume is, we know the age that he was invent. Uh, he was uh, he is the conception of him. He, well, the year that he was first drawn sort of fits in with that almost pulpish sort of thing. So you know, it can be forgiven for that day and age. But I mean, underpants are a bit silly, aren't they? <laughs> On the inside with the stripes. Going for jungle camouflage, is he really? Um, so on that, I just look at the flesh. It's almost a, a one tone. There is sort of wash, and the lips uh, have a little bit of a wash to just differentiate, uh, just to make a difference between the lips and the and the flesh itself. Um, going down to the guns, Ben, you're probably more of an expert here. The guns, I don't know what kind of guns the Phantom carries. So pew, pew, those, pew, pew, pew. those ones, <laughs> that was and they're, sure. <laughs> they're funny enough, they're gunmetal grey as well. Uh, the Phantoms, he has the ring, he has the Civil War ring, and he also has the Skull ring. Um, what else can I say about the Skull thing? He has the, um, the Skull on the belt. Now, the wash has gone a little bit funny on here. It could be could have been painted a bit better, but it's a mass-produced sort of thing, so I'm not going to go too crazy on that. Painting around where the actual um Wrists meet the meet the costumes a bit rough as well on mine. There's a bit of bleed where the purple meets the flesh. Um, going to the base, one of Ben's favourite. No mistaking that uh, he's the Phantom because it says so on the base <laughs> <laughs> with his trademark. Uh, the, the base is pretty good. It's almost like uh, the ruin. He's standing on the ruins or something, and there's some. I guess it's moss going down yeah. as well. When I look at the paint really close, there are some scuff marks around the shoulder blades, which, unless I was looking really close, I don't think it's going to bother me too much. And there's also, around his left knee, there's a slight cracking in the paint as well. Um, looking at not enough to sort of send it back. This is, it's not a it's not a bone statue, so I can see that it's a, you know, for the price range, I'm, I'm quite happy with everything I received, including the paint sort of work. So I can basically skip the... Um, the articulation part of this because it because it's a 12 inch statue obviously uh no accessories to speak of the base is molded to the feet that's not a uh they're not separate pieces so the base is there and it's there to stay now um i guess all that's left now is to do the the dolly rating and, and seeing as though this is my first statue and I'm quite happy with the purchase, and I knew exactly what I was getting, except for, like we mentioned before, the photography on the on the head becoming a sort of different angle than I expected. Um, I'm going to give this a solid eight out of ten. It's going to lose marks for some of the paintwork to the flesh uh, bleeding onto the purple, and the skull as well, and some of the paint cracking around the knee and the scuff marks. But apart from that, I'm I'm quite happy with this purchase. Yeah, outstanding. Mm. Mm. Outstanding. Okay. I really like how they did his name on the base, though, in this case. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's the way. It's that 3D look, you know. I, I, I yeah. just like that. Are there any credits on the box about who sculpted it? Well, funny you should mention that, Scott, because I was just going to, with a postscript, <laughs> I had I had some contact with Icon Collectibles. It is a, it's a rather long uh, email, but... I asked those same questions in the email, you know, what, what can we expect further down the line, um, who sculpted it, and so I don't know, if I, should I read the, the guy's name? On yeah, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so it comes from Adam Henderson from uh, Icon Collectibles. So I'll skip the first part, just said that uh, the Phantom statue is on track, so here we go here. So um, he just said that he he's basically responsible for it, so Adam Henderson from from uh, Icon 
Collectibles, who is the product develop manager. Awesome. Yeah, so they've yeah they've also done a, a Leonardo from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he said that they do have further things planned in the pipeline, but um, nothing as of yet. It's just he was a huge ha- uh, fan of the Phantom and wanted to get wanted to get him out. Yeah. One thing I really like about it is the musculature isn't over the top. Like, yeah, you know, mm. sure, the, the, the mm. dude is ripped and, you know, yeah. he's got a, a, a chest that women would be proud of. Um, mm. But, <laughs> well, they haven't gone completely out. I mean, the Phantom has never been a, a monstrously big guy. He's not sort of hugely muscled like Superman, et cetera. And so that's actually reflected really well in the sculpt, I think. Yeah. The Phantom can take a punch and he can give a punch. So mm. basically that sort of athletic physique. When you look at the um, the cost of uh, statues in this scale, it's a really fantastic price too. It is, yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, absolutely. that's you know, they they could have probably um, pushed that up further, you know, and and people wouldn't have blinked. Just when you look at, you know, you, you'd be paying two fifty for a Bowen in that scale, like yep. yeah. Yeah, I thought um, in the email correspondence that uh, this is sold out now, so. Uh, uh, I guess the Phantom, particularly in this scale, would, would, is, a, is a is a winner. That's uh, it's already sold out. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can see soon what what they're what's coming out next. Uh, ben, we had some correspondence during the week about uh, uh, Judge Dredd on Lawmaster and pop culture, uh, are also seem to have a pre order up for him at the moment. But uh, depending on what the price is, I'll uh, definitely have a look at that as well. Mm, there you go. It all you begins need- now. There's you a need to judge Dredd on the lawnmower. That, that yeah. We're already coming out of six ninety nine US, so I'm yeah. not, uh, you know. <laughs> Come on, man. You know you want it. Mm, I want the Daredevil one more, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, very good. <laughs> mm. You know what I'd, I'd love to see this done with this is the Shadow to go with him. Yeah. yeah. They, All those sort of shadow, old characters, yeah. Mm. Yeah, if they did the Shadow, I'd probably bite at that. Very good. Well, well done, Icon. Well done, Justin. Thank um, you. Historic day. Historic day. Yeah. Histor- Back to the foam he goes. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Doesn't he have pride of place? Yeah, I've got to sort things out, but he he's not going to stay in the foam for long. Okay, very good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. And uh, we're not going to stay in the phone for long either. We will be right back in uh, just a moment with uh, all of our acquisitions from the last week. This is Kiss. Each sold separately, and you can put them in any crazy pose you want. Each 12 and a half inch figure sold separately by me. Well, we are all here because we collect. So feeding the addiction is where we take time to check in with each other and talk about our collecting. Ben, what have you collected? What have I collected? Well, I mentioned a few weeks ago that I picked up the first half of the new Funko Legacy uh, Magic the Gathering figures. And uh, this week I picked up the other half of Series 1. So a total of six figures, but I picked up three this week. Uh, and this time it was the the boys. The dudes. It was, and it was some um, Jace Bellerin, who is, um, I don't know, uh, he's kind of like a human dude in this this big big robe cloak kind of thing. And uh, uh, he was another one of those ones that I'm glad I actually got the opportunity to pick up uh, in hand because um, the other figure I was looking at had these really wide eyes like he was um, psychotic. 
Um, <laughs> so I got one that was pretty good. Um, Garrick Wildspeaker is like the big barbarian dude and a really, really impressive figure. A lot of detail on, on this one and he was pretty cool. And the third one was uh, Ajani Goldmane, who is the um, sort of the, the um, upright lion, tiger, dude. I think he's actually an albino um, tiger. And uh, the less said about him, the better. And I'll probably end up doing a, a Toy of the Week uh, review on that one because I think he deserves some attention. So, yeah. How are the paint app situations? I heard the, the show last week. Um, Jace Bellerin is fine. Garrick Wildspeaker is fine. And Ajani is a piece of shit. Oh, dear. So, there you go. Okay. Oh, dear. (laughs) Get get your act together, Funko. Come on. Mm. I won't buy any more apart from um, my daughter wants the Supernatural ones, but after the Judge Dredd one, I'm not purchasing any more based on the paint. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine for kids. Like, Mm. you know, it's fine for kids, but seriously... Seriously, peoples. Uh, John, what about yes. you? Well, the nice woman that uh, owns the shop where Tracy has her stuff, uh, she hooked me up with a couple of Sears Wish Books, and they are from 1979 and 1983. Cool. So, so have lots of like female stuff in it, and they um, actually one? Uh, a decent amount, yeah. Mm. Um, What's cool is uh, both of these have like significance for toy collectors because the uh, the eighty three one has a exclusive Cobra like missile playset like cardboard missile playset that that's pretty well sought after and the seventy nine one has um, the infamous blue Snaggletooth uh, Cantina mm-hmm. cardboard set in it so uh, both of those are, are you know. Or yeah. things that are well sought after. So, uh, kind of cool to see them and how they were presented originally and just kind of flip through and, you know, nostalgia through these things. Cause there's a lot of stuff I look at and go, Oh, I had that or I had that and reading the descriptions on some yeah. of them. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of stuff in there that if, uh, if, uh, if Florida mom saw it, she'd be like, well, we got to take that <laughs> off the shelf right now. Um, I, I mean, I, there's just stuff in there that I'm like, well, they couldn't do that today. Maybe we should start spamming her with emails for ideas and she can just spend her entire time <laughs> launching, you know, new campaigns to have stuff removed. Meanwhile, you know, a kid climbs out the back window. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Monster High has just put out a headless horse person. Yeah. Oh, thing, so that, you know, geez. promotes decapitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a new action figure of a guy and he once jaywalked. <sighs> Ooh. Man. Back to this year's wish book thing. As a kid that grew up in the semi country, the arrival of the J.C. Penney and Sears Christmas catalogs was the commence was was like, you know, the beginning of Christmas. Um, oh, yeah, because you know we would sit sit and make all of our Christmas lists and and things from those catalogs. Like such great childhood memories. Yeah, these don't have anything circled in them, so it's kind of nice. <laughs> I came across a couple of those in the past where you find a wish book and everything, you know, is circled in it. We weren't allowed um, to write on them. We had to write on a separate piece of paper, (laughs) page number, item number, price. I had to do that, too. Yeah. And then my parents would just ignore it and get uh, me the cheaper version or whatever I wanted anyway. So, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
I hey, wanted just, Legos, not these locking block things. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I wanted Atari, not in television. Uh, oh, I feel your pain, brother. Yeah, we've yeah. we've had that discussion. <laughs> That's what it feels like when doves cry. <laughs> That's right. Just, Justin and I have solidarity over the in television. You know, playing Smurfs over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of you, Justin, me, beside, I'm next. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was able to get the the uh, Nova from the Gardens of the Galaxy Wave um, cool. and the Iron Man. I wasn't too sure. Is that the Bleeding Edge Iron Man or is that the oh, – Is that what the describing is? I picked them up for twelve fifty each. Wow. Ooh, good deal. Where? Thank you. Also got uh, Eagle Comics Judge Dread number one, the one <laughs> with the red background where uh, Joseph is saying that he is the law. And some assorted Master of the Universe classics, including Sweet Bee, <laughs> Old Eldor, <laughs> Light Hope, and I don't think I've been on since last I had, uh, I got Rio Blast and Entraptor as well. Oh, so. Sweet Bee. He just tried to gloss over it. He, he, <laughs> he did, didn't he? Let's keep by coming back. <laughs> I'd rather have Sweet Bee from the Popeye lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad I didn't now, this year. Now, now, now did, did Mrs. Justin see the Sweet Bee? Man, I haven't even I haven't opened them for about, honestly, three months. I opened the Rio Blast one. Hey, you should have listened to our show on signs it's time to stop collecting a line. Because <laughs> that's one of them when you stop opening them. Yeah. I usually give them to my son to open, but with the with the stinging eye incident. He doesn't even care. Things. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been bothered. Yeah, <laughs> I can only see in one eye, and that's what you, this is the shit you give him. <laughs> Show me your frigging rainbow. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, very good. Sweet bee. <laughs> well, I can't compete with that. <laughs> no one can. No, no one can. But um, I did pull the trigger on the DC Collectibles uh, Batman Black and White J. Lee statue. Um, I don't get all of these, and uh, J. Lee is certainly not a iconic Batman artist in my mind. Oh, absolutely he is. <clears throat> really? No. Okay, no. I was going to say, I didn't know. Okay. But the statue's really cool. So, no pre-order. Saw it in person. Thought, yeah, it's really cool. Like, the, the what they've done with the cape, because basically, I imagine him kind of standing on top of the building, atop of the building, just having defeated the Joker again, just kind of, you know, letting the the wind rush over him and his cape's kind of, you know, flowing uh it, it, it's just amazing the 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 drapery and the the sculpting. It's Jack Matthews sculpt, super clever. Um, so looks pretty good on the Batman black and white shelves. Cool. I was going to ask you about the uh, transition from that the picture into the actual form because the the sculpting does look incredible. It's amazing. Like it's it provided is, here. Yeah, so it's transfer well. Yeah, because they you know he's got the the really long um, cape. Version mm-hmm. and it's all kind of blown up against his legs and yeah. you know, it's like it's like there's a you know big kind of you know, breeze from behind kind of blowing and uh, it's amazing it is amazing mm. good stuff all right well unless anyone has any other items to report 
it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the uh, in Florida. No, I mean in the toy universe. <laughs> <laughs> What is this bizarro world? Well, red carded is that moment to ask why, to scream, to yell, to cry, and sometimes just to go, what? <laughs> and uh, this red card definitely falls into that final category, and John is handing it out. So over to you, John. Well, yeah, I seem to have a knack for finding really strange things lately. And I was at my, my Walgreens because, you know, they're the mecca of toy shopping these days because <laughs> Florida mom hasn't learned that they sell stuff yet. Um, Uh-oh. Don't tell her. Yeah. No, I better not. And they had this box of, well, it looked like dog toys, but in this box, um, there was a, a Sully figure from Monsters, Inc. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take a look at that. And he's like a rubbery, stretchy kind of figure. Um the likeness isn't too bad, but, you know, he's that sculpted fur and stuff. But but what caught my eye is the tag attached to him said, lifelike. <laughs> now, Sully is a monster, so we don't really know what lifelike would be like for a monster. And on top of that, he has fur. So yeah. I, I, this baffles me on many levels. <laughs> uh, speaking from nightmares. Yeah. I, I'd like to... Uh be in the marketing meeting, you know, in that one. What do we call yeah. this new line of, you know, plastic dog toy things? Is is lifelike trademark? It says at the end is it, it is. Yeah, lifelike yeah, trademark. I, I just I well, it's like stretchy stretch Armstrong and he was filled with something and I don't know what he was filled with. It was just Life, obviously. Well, Hopefully obviously. not <laughs> working organs. <laughs> <laughs> The heart, the whole respiratory system. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're you're, you're squishing him, and he's going. <laughs> yeah, and then and then to stretch him, I don't know. You can't pull my arm, and it won't stretch like that. I, I do not understand this lifelike uh, trademark or what they're trying to get at with this because it's not lifelike. It probably mm. just mean that it's um, like you know, flexible. It's yeah. dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where they buy their toys, but lifelike on a rubber toy is not something that I necessarily want to see. <clears throat> well, <laughs> well, it is Walgreens. Well, that is true. And you what, just se- never what, know. what section did you say you found him in? Um, that's this was in the toy section. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Okay. So. Uh, the makers of lifelike monsters ink toys. I, th- I think you're, you're going to get a red card this week because this is not lifelike. No, damn straight. Not even close. Boo, boo. I should have. I should have left him in the condom aisle. <laughs> oh, John. Okay. Right. Well, I think we need just to uh, bring that to a close, and uh, I think that we are going to come back, and uh, maybe this is going to be one of our toy dilemmas. We'll find out in just a moment. Indy, over here. Indiana Jones at your service, Toad. Ah, 
Indiana Jones and other action figures, new from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, each sold separately. Watch him, Kyber, swordsman. Yeah, watch my swing. Yikes! All downhill from here, swordsman. You'll be sorry, Jones. Tricky again, Toad. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, new from Kenner. Well, a while back, we, we had an episode and we talked about toy dilemmas or toy collecting dilemmas. And uh, it probably gave us an insight into everybody's psyche that maybe we didn't want to quite see. And um, I'd been kind of kicking around some ideas for some for some new toy dilemmas. And this week on the forum, our buddy Kalzar actually had a real toy dilemma. And I want to say that uh, I think everybody on the forum gave him a lot of good advice. And, uh, you know, I think the situation came out pretty well um, for him. But. You know, um, these dilemmas do happen, but uh, not all of these are going to happen to you in real life. But we'll see what what, what transpires here. Um, just out of curiosity, what did you guys think of Calzor's uh, dilemma where he had uh, made a trade for a figure and essentially learned that the figure he traded was, you know, worth about four dollars and the figure he got was worth significantly more. Um, and he felt guilty about it and he was trying to figure out if he needed to make up for it or not. What, what would you guys do in that situation? I would have done exactly what he did. I think we've got a pretty good community going here. And I mean, it's a relatively small community too. And you know, it's good when you can help each other out. So I think I'd want to be honest. And, um, I think that would bring you, you know, good karma for the next trade. Yeah. It's not just about what, <clears throat> I mean, obviously you could take the check of, well, you know, the trade's done too bad, but you know, it's about not just what they think or if they ever know, but you knowing and you feeling good about what you've done. So I think it's the right thing to do. Just say, Hey, you know, I, I think I've actually come out better here. Do, do you want to want me to do anything about it? And you know, that's, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have nothing really to add there, and it's communication, I guess. I always try and help people out when I can. I give a lot of stuff away for free if people need it as well. So yep. hopefully the karma comes around. Yeah, I, you know, even even not in our forum, but um, in general, I think uh, toy collectors have a bit of that that karma going around where they try and keep honest. And for the most part, you know, if you're dealing collector to collector, not you know collector to scalper, or collector to somebody in the business of selling. Um, I think for the most part, we're, we're a pretty good bunch. So, um, but yeah, I'd want to make it up, you know, make up the difference somehow as well. So, all right. Well, I have to ask you guys another question, obviously. Um, you go to visit your parents, say, and you see, no, I'm already out, out. No, I don't do that. Fine. I'll take this one. Okay. Okay. You see your favorite vintage star Wars drinking glass in your mom's curio cabinet, your pack. (laughs) You're packing to leave, and they aren't there. Do you take it? <laughs> hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It, it sounds like the assumption there is that there is some, you know, your mother realizes there is some attachment uh, for you, so she's probably saved it specifically for you, you know, because of uh, memories or something like that. So she's probably doing you a favor when she threw everything else out. So... Maybe you could leave a note. <laughs> or put a sticky note on the bottom of it. That's right. <laughs> what about you, Scott? Would you take it? Um, No. Because... Wow. No, no, no. Because uh, nothing that I have ever uh, had from my parents, even if I was told that it was a gift at the time, 
um, has ever come without some sort of string or tag, and it's just not worth it. <laughs> mm. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, interesting. Yes. I guess it just depends on our own particular individual circumstances. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For sure. Well, let, let's try another one of these. Um, <laughs> through a series of terrorist events, Superhero <laughs> X's logo has become connected to global terrorism. <sighs> Do you take all your Superhero X collectibles out of your display? My uh, gut is no, um, but I think it depends, obviously, on the circumstances and, you know, what what it was. If, it, if it's, um, yeah, so... Situation dependent, <laughs> but my gut is no. I'm going to say no. I'm I'm going to say that uh, no. I'm you know proud of my collection and the uh, the swastika was around for thousands of years before uh, Adolf Hitler ruined it. So um, you know if suddenly my uh, Superman collectibles uh, you know, unsavory because of um, an association with, you know, a terrible act, then I'd like to sort of point out that my figures were around uh, a lot longer than that act. And, uh, you yeah, know, I'd feel some, I don't know, I'd feel the need to defend it, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Justin? Yeah, basically what Ben said, the swastika was used as a, uh, basically a sporting emblem before uh, it was used in a lot of uh, clubs that were, um, uh, what would you say, um, non-beneficiary. So a lot of communities and a lot of uh, charity organisations use, use a swastika before he adopted it and not have to defend any of the purchases. Um, and depending on the traffic I get through the room and, and people looking at it, I, it wouldn't bother me at all, I don't think, because I, I know that uh, I'm not in any particular cahoots with any <laughs> terrorist organisation and didn't buy it because of their, their newly adopted symbol. <laughs> Coca-Cola used to use the swastika. Hmm? Wow. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Well, I, I can tell you guys, I probably would, um, but it'd be more of just to rotate it out. of. You know, I'd probably just take the opportunity to rotate some stuff out of the display, put some other stuff in for a while, and hope maybe it would die down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then I think about all my SS memorabilia and think I should probably take it down. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Huh. Awkward. Huh. I apologize. I didn't mean to make light. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Please send your hate mail too. Um. Anyway, let's Adam say at com. Yeah. Let's say you find photos of another AFB member or admin <laughs> in a goofy, goofy position or compromising <laughs> position on Facebook. Do you, do, you, do you repost them on the forum? Oh, God, yes. Yes. <laughs> the exact reason I don't go on Facebook. <laughs> Ever since the last time. That's it. That's right. What's that joke? You fuck one goat. <laughs> I love that joke. Uh, ever since the great blow-up Wonder Woman incident of Oort, yeah. Oort 5. Yep. So to, to clarify... Um, embarrassing, like, you know, silly costume, bad glasses, blah, 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 blah. Yes, absolutely. Um, something really awkward and personal and whatever. No. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Would depend on who got me the best Christmas present. Hmm. Yeah. I I only say this. I I wanted to see this, what you guys said, because, uh, you know, there was some pictures of me and 
funny hats floating around earlier in the week. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to make sure that those didn't turn up anywhere. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, Stacy, can you reprint the AFB Christmas cards, please? Before you do that, I just want to know they were hat only. Is that, <laughs> that was the really gross part, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were women's hats, too. So. <laughs> they were very small hats, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I think it was for a top hat. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a different, different. And a magic wand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next one. I like these. Um, okay, you're, you're you're out you're out at your local toy store comic shop, and you've been looking for a figure forever, and you finally see it on the shelf, and it's in a window box. And inside the window box, you see a large living spider. What do you do? Buy it. <laughs> Buy it. You're talking to three Australians. We don't, spiders are nothing to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, this, that that'd be a deal breaker for me. I'd be like, I'm done. I'm not. I'd be out of the store and wouldn't gone. you just look seriously? If you really wanted it, wouldn't you say to them, guys? I I want that, but there's a spider in it. Can you get rid of the spider? <laughs> Make the pimply face guy from The Simpsons open it up. <laughs> yeah, I I mean that would be something. I I guess I would have to attempt is to go. Okay, you guys take this way away from me <laughs> and open this up. You know, somewhere where I can't see, and then bring it back. Well, why not? But then it would was- have. If you're not an opener and you're not worried about packaging, you could put it on the ground, stomp on it a few times, and then you'd be okay. <laughs> well, I suppose that would be an option. <laughs> it would freak me out because I'd be worried that it would, you know, be coming out of the package in the middle of the night or something. So <laughs> I, I, that that would worry me. So, John, seriously, <laughs> don't ever come to Australia. No, I'm not. I can tell you, after seeing all the spider pictures of spiders down there, I'm I'm not coming. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Oh, dear. You guys I will never see me down. <laughs> just squash them with my bare hands. Now, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Um, yeah. I, I went on a rampage with those uh, bronze orange bugs, what they did to my son during the week, but that was uh, with a spray. So, oh, so you, you had to get your revenge, did you? I did. Yeah. I was like John Woo. I went there in slow motion. Doves came out behind me. Doves. I had a baby in one hand, diving sideways, firing the handgun. Spare gun. My ankle. Love it. Um, does this mean since you guys are getting warmer weather, is, is Spider Watch going to return, Ben? It's been pretty quiet, actually. Though there was a, a huge cacophony this afternoon when I heard squealing and. They know they're not supposed to sort of yell and scream and squeal inside. And one of them came, one of the tadpoles came running out and went, there's a spider on my pillow. <laughs> so, of course, I go casually wandering in there and there's the three of them on the bed squealing, looking at this pillow. <laughs> and there's this spider that's probably about five millimetres across <laughs> on the pillow. And I just thought, I don't know whether I can even be bothered getting rid of it. So, I guess I casually picked up the pillow and said, okay, I'll get rid of it. And then, of course, proceeded to just wave the pillow around in the air and, you know, watch people run squealing. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, a shame, like, if we, it's a shame we weren't doing uh, this show when I was living uh, in Canberra because I would have had some great spider watch stories. We had uh, ongoing issues with our um, watcher, and, you know, you have that um, – uh, it's like the, the taps in the ground with a – covering over them and we had a family of red so we're constantly having to take that off to stuff around with it and then there was a family of redbacks that lived in the little 
container things. <laughs> mm. It was always very exciting. And I forget, it was just kind of that, that infrequent enough that you forget until you've taken the lid off and then go, ah, oh, shit, Redbacks. Ew. <laughs> and, and Ben, on behalf of the tadpoles, we all hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders. Spiders. Um, speaking of water, though, through a series of unfortunate events, and they're very unfortunate, mm. your favorite Funko mystery minifigure ends up in the toilet. <laughs> what, what do you do? Grab it out. Do, do you put it back on display or do you toss it? Well... I uh, just give it a wash. Yeah, just rinse it off, put it back on display. My my brother actually, <coughs> when quite younger, he, he flushed my Chewbacca down the toilet just yeah. bringing back some memories, and he did it as a way at um, don't take one more step sort of thing, and it was floating in the bowl, and he just went and, and flushed the toilet. And then um, I was chasing him through the house, and somehow he made it back to the toilet. And he slammed the door just as I was coming in after him. And the gap between the bottom of the door and the floor was just big enough for it to catch my bottom toe and rip the toenail straight off. So not only in the space of five minutes, I lost my chewy. I lost my uh, big toenail as well. <laughs> oh, I hope he got in trouble. He did. Good. He did. But uh, that was that's pain. I can't even explain the pain that, that was that day. I think I don't know what I was more upset about. <laughs> my toenail or my Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Yeah, he was a meanie. Did, did you get a new Chewbacca out of the deal? Yeah, I did. Okay, well, that's good. Oh, this is a brother also, uh, when I just first started high school, my my house backed onto the high school field, and so um, I would just have to walk a short distance um, to the school. I'd go through the field and up to the school. And uh, these girls in, in, I think it was year seven, they were coming down and they were hotties. <laughs> and we were fighting at the front and he had, he was behind me and he had his school bag and we'd been fighting inside. And just as the girls were coming down, um, crossing me in front to go up to the school, he had his backpack in both his hands and I turned around and he went whack and hit me right in the face and uh, knocked me out. Knocked me out cold. <laughs> was, he, was he older than you? No, younger. <laughs> Five years younger. Oh, my gosh. He was a wild man. Huh. He was like, uh, his nickname was Bam Bam. <laughs> he, was out, he was out of control. This, <laughs> <laughs> folks, is why we do toy dilemmas. <laughs> yeah. The things that you find out. That's the tip of the iceberg, my brother. I'll tell you some stuff off air if you'd like as well. <laughs> I cut the heads off some of my sister's paper dolls. Nah, but that's, I, how, that's, oh, that's you what rebel. you're supposed to do. Yeah. But I never flushed anything down the toilet. Yeah, he did that. Bastard. Well, Ben, you've, you've been kind of quiet on this this toilet ordeal for uh, Mystery Minis. What, what's your take? Uh, I, I would be inclined to fish it out and perhaps pop it in a container of boiling water or something, kill off any germs, but... Uh, you yeah. go to the boiling water extent. That's, that's yeah, spray it with yeah. Gwentorny. That's what I do. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have three tadpoles, so you kind of get used to assorted um, body excretions and things like that. So just, you know, water off a duck's back, literally. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. You guys ready for another one here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A collecting friend is on a business trip. 
Their significant other calls you in a panic. They have broken a statue and want your help fixing it before your friend gets home. What do you do? <laughs> Is she hot? <laughs> the significant other. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've got blinders on. Okay. Um, help them fix it. Even if they're not going to tell your collecting friend? Yeah. No way. They're okay. on their own. <laughs> huh. I want Helps no part of these shenanigans. <laughs> That's kind of where I would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, you can't turn your back on a damsel in distress. You have uh, to help. I'm not covering up your crime. <sighs> help and then help and then tell him. <laughs> if it, look, if it was fixable, then I would fix it. I wouldn't leave okay. some, I wouldn't let someone be upset, be, you know, let them be but, upset. But then it's broken. But if it's fixable and they don't, they're never going to know. Is it fixable though? So I said if it was fixable. But you know, yeah. yeah I mean, there's a that. different, there's a fine line there. I mean, yeah, okay. If it's just you know, clicking your head back on is one thing, but you know, if you've got a broken statue, what, 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 what if the, you know, what if your collecting friend went to go sell that statue in the future? Well, the first thing that you said was that you know they asked you for help. Would you help them? Yes, I would help them. This isn't the collecting friend that asked for help, though. No. So what? Like, I don't. I don't get. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm going to say yeah. Sorry, um, partner of my friend, you're screwed. <laughs> okay. But you wouldn't tell him either. No. <laughs> but t- to be fair, you know, you probably could fix even like a broken statue, and someone probably wouldn't notice for years and years. I mean, a friend of mine, you know, I was bored one day when I was at his house, and so I took some blue tack. And I made like you know this huge penis and stuck it on one of his statues. <laughs> <laughs> it was there for like nine months before he noticed. <laughs> uh, hilarious! <laughs> I, I, I went over several times, and I'd just be cacking out. And he's like, "What are you laughing at?" And I'm like, "It's, it's all good. It's just yeah. something that, you know." Yeah, I mean, like if 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 I looked at it and said, "Look, this that's not fixable." Or there's no way to fix that without it being noticeable. I would tell them. I wouldn't, you know, try and, you yep. know, m- make it work. Okay. I'll tell Fair them. enough. Fair enough. Like okay. That. Well, don't look at all your statues too close, Scott. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> all right. I got a couple more of these. So, um, you finally decide good. to take the plunge. Oh, what? I said good. Do it. <laughs> okay. You finally decide to take the plunge and let your toy collecting freak flag fly. You're getting a tattoo of your favorite action figure. Okay. It looks great when you get it, you know. Um, However, when you post the picture of it on Facebook, a fellow AFB member points out a key detail on the characters reversed. And you didn't realize it because you were looking at a mirror when you got inked. (laughs) What do you do? Uh, <laughs> wow. I, um when I when I uh I got my kids' initials tattooed on me uh in Interlac and right before we did it, like you know, we looked at it, I went, he drew it, um, took it away, came back, and then right before we like we did it, you know how they um like they tape it on to you as a stencil first and show it like, and uh, like, and then right before he's about to put the stencil on, he went, are you sure that this is like, right? And, and just on that day we had it around mirror image. (laughs) 
So it was very oh, wow. close to that. Yeah, Oops. that would have been pretty. <laughs> and, and then on one level, like it's interlock and no one but me would have known, but still. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, dear. Yes. <laughs> if, if it had been backwards, what would you have done? Wouldn't you have had it removed and no, redone? or No. I just would have left it. Yeah, I would have gone, thank God it's not actually in English. <laughs> Because I could, to, to to almost anyone, I could just say, oh, yeah, that's in, you know, Interlac. It's the, you know, language in DC Comics in the 30th century. And they would have gone, ah. <laughs> but it would have bugged me. But then actually it would have looked right when I was looking at it in the mirror. That's so there true. You, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just played it off that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I meant to do that. I meant to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Justin, Ben, any uh, any thoughts here? Uh, I I have this thing about as much as I, I love all these pop culture properties, I don't know that I could ever bring myself to get um, you know ink done of a character that is basically trademarked and copyrighted and owned by a massive corporation. Yeah. So as much as I love Thor, you know, or, or Captain America, getting ink done of of you know, a Marvel-specific version of Thor. I mean, yep, it's it's great, and I, I love the character, and, and, you know, he's been with me my whole life, but it still belongs to this massive, faceless corporation, and so I'd feel like I'd be advertising for them or something. So, I don't know, a lot of but, people do, and I think it looks great. But, but to answer the question, if you if you did and something was reversed... Remembering you're talking to the man who had to stop collecting Marvel Universe because the numbers on the box got out of order. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What would you do? I, I'd pay to have it corrected. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the same way. I'd have I, to have it corrected. I think once someone pointed it out, I'd just obsess about it. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I feel the same way. Correct it. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. That was a lot more interesting than I really suspect it was going to be okay (laughs) the last one i have for today and and this one might make some of you squeamish (laughs) when you're when you're assembling your latest statue acquisition oh i don't like it already (laughs) a mishap occurs due to your dexterity and a family pet during the incident poseidon's trident is is driven into your forearm (gasps) And, and much like the real thing the barbs are preventing you from pulling it out. <laughs> you try and cut it out yourself, or do you go to the hospital? Um, I take it out myself. Uh, a, a variation of this has actually happened to me, and I ended up having to go to a medical center. <laughs> do tell. Tell the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't uh, stop now. I had a. Um, I was cleaning up outside one day. I was uh, home by myself, and I picked up this um, bamboo stake. And it had been used um, as a, a stabilizer for a plant in the garden. And it was about three feet long, but I was putting r- rubbish into a garbage bag and it was too long. So I um, you know, thought, oh, yeah, no worries. I'll oh, just no. break it in half. And I snapped it in half and it actually split under one of my hands. And a huge piece of bamboo jammed into the palm of my hand. And because of the way it splinters, there were barbs on it. Mm. And so I was pulling it and, you know, it was like a pyramid of flesh sort of was coming out because it just, it just wouldn't pull out. And um, I sort of thought, well, you know, if I reef this out, obviously I'll do damage. But what I was mainly worried about was actually leaving stuff in there. Um, mm. So I ended up going off to a medical centre and a guy carefully removed it all. 
So, um, yeah, look, I'd, I'd err on the side of caution and feel like a bit of a fool with um, a trident sticking out of my hand or my forearm. <laughs> All else fails, err on the side of a professional. Do not consult Action Figure Blues for your medical advice. <laughs> please, yeah. i got to put that disclaimer don't. in there. No. Well, at least have a go trying to get out myself. I'm sure yeah. you did, Ben, but uh, like you just said, the, the pyramid of flesh thing is a bit... <laughs> oh, that sounds... <laughs> it's a bit full on. <laughs> what about you, Scott? Oh, I definitely have a go, but I wouldn't maim myself. You know, I'm not afraid of going to the doctor, so... But I, I, I'd have a go at first. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably get the exacto knife out and try and <laughs> maybe open it up a little bit. And... That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if it was me, so um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably try and cut it out myself, but I don't know. I guess it would depend on how deep it was. Ooh. Are you talking from experience, John? Did this happen to you because you were sitting there one day and a spider fell onto your arm and you just freaked out, grabbed a trident and stabbed yourself in the arm? Um, it may have been a pitchfork, but... Yeah, you know. I was going to say. <laughs> a flamethrower, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> do you treat your own third degree burns or do you <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a third degree Yeah, I, I was talking to my dad the other night um, he cut his hand open or cut his thumb on a saw and he said he took off part of the side of it so there was really nothing to stitch oh, um, yeah so I was talking to him about that and I said you know about every 10 years I, I end up getting stitches I'm about due so uh, yeah I kind of I'm going to proceed cautiously for the next couple of years and see how it goes. <laughs> it's been a while, so. That was good, John. Yeah. Indeed. I, I, I enjoyed that. and I, Maybe everybody learned something about you guys. And, um, <laughs> you know, if, if you guys have your own uh, toy dilemmas, make sure and let us know or maybe what your thoughts are on some of these. And you can do that by uh, giving us feedback, which we'll find out about in the next segment. Jones at your service, Toad. Ah! <laughs> Indiana Jones and other action figures new from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, each sold separately. Watch him, Cairo, swordsman. Yeah, watch my swing. Yikes! All downhill from here, swordsman. You'll be sorry, Jones. Tricky again, Toad. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, new from Kenner. So before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners that we would like to share with you. We love hearing from you, uh, whether that is email, podcast at actionfigureblues.com, on Twitter at AFBlues, on our Facebook page, or via some other means of communication unknown to man. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> I get messages on the fillings of my teeth. Oh, and what's the frequency? Kenneth? I can't tell you. Oh, that. just pay me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to send stuff to John's teeth, then you'll just have to um, divine the address from the universe. But however we get it, we love getting it from you. And uh, John, you have our first piece of feedback. So over to you. Yep. Um, Owen Sun from Plan Banter. He, he dropped a tweet to us the other day and it said, uh, he must have been listening to our discussion of Outback Steakhouse. They, mm-hmm. he, he quoted you guys as saying uh, they have something called a Bloomin' Onion, and that's not Australian. And uh, he, he, quote, he says after that, you guys don't have that. Uh, and apparently he has died from laughter um, <laughs> from that discussion. Yeah. The, the Bloomin' Onion is not an Australian thing. No, never heard of it. I'm very disappointed. 
Hmm. <laughs> I always right. thought that came from well, It's been there for years. That's yeah. the whole reason people go to Outback is the Blue Moon Onion. Yeah, and the really? Foster's beer. Nah. I don't even know anyone who says Bloomin'. No. <laughs> All timeies. All timeies. <laughs> so, Ben, you have our other bit of feedback. I do indeed, and it is from Derek WC, uh, and he mentions the uh, last week we talked about the signs you should be dropping a toy line topic. Uh, t- oh, sorry, signs you should be dropping a toy line. Uh, Derek says, I was hoping to hear some examples actualized. I may not know your collecting habits well enough, but were there ever lines you quit collecting uh, and were there lines uh, and were the lines anything recent? Were there reasons for quitting the ones discussed on the show or something else? I know in the past ebbs and flows would come from dissatisfaction with media property uh, that it spawns from. Uh, Star Wars Episode Two, for example, killed my interest as a huge Star Wars collector back in the day. And, uh, yeah, I guess for me, uh, there's plenty of lines that I've, I've stopped collecting. Um, one of the main ones <laughs> that comes to mind for, for a number of the reasons we talked about in the show last week was the, uh, DC Direct 13 inch figures. Um, and there's any number of reasons killed that one for me. Uh, one was the cost. Um, they actually started to creep up, uh, more and more. And at the time in Australia with the exchange rate, they were quite pricey. Um, but of course, you know, with the, the famous Wonder Woman figure, they yeah. just <laughs> turned to shit basically. Yep. Um, and I realized I just wasn't enjoying them anymore. They just, they, they weren't looking that good. And then a couple of the figures, um, disappeared from my local comic shop before I got a look in and, and became quite expensive on the secondary market. And then it all just became too much of a hassle. I just couldn't be bothered after that. Um, so that's one example. Um, and then an, another one that comes to mind is um, there's a Hong Kong company called um, Blue Box International who do military figures amongst other things, both in um, the 12-inch scale and also sort of in a three and three-quarter. And um, I've mentioned before that you know, I've never collected G.I. Joe, but I'm really quite interested in the whole military aspect and the guns and the weapons and, and the accessories. Um, they actually started doing a three and three quarter military line that featured, um, you know, the tactical police officers and uh, assorted snipers and things like that. And I started collecting those. Um, but then I realized that, you know, I was never going to get any of the vehicles because I'd never seen them in Australia. Um, and so I ended up basically packaging them all up and giving them to a, a friend of mine who collects G.I. Joe. Oh, very good. Yeah. I, I, um, one example for me is the Kotobukiya, uh, Marvel Bishojo statues. And the reason I stopped collecting that is because they changed the scale halfway through. Mm. Mm. Um, and the more, you know, they went from kind of, you know, one, oh, probably one twelfth to one tenth. Um, and uh, you, the whole, it, it's a universe building thing. You, you're kind of enjoying collecting a line and that I really liked the smaller scale. They're quite delicate. And then, uh, suddenly they got a lot bigger. And so then yeah. I felt like, well, I've got, I've got this kind of set of stuff that doesn't go together anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it kind of killed the joy of collecting it for me. Yeah. And, and yeah. actually, speaking of one of the m- more recent ones for me, I just realized was the uh, the Kid Robot uh, blind boxed figures. Uh, I was collecting the South Park and Futurama figures. Um, and, you know, they're, they're beautiful figures. They're a lot of fun. The character 
diversity is fantastic. Um, but, you know, they're not cheap here in Australia. They'll, they'll set you back around $12. Um, and they're great to begin with. You know, you open a few up and you go, oh, you know, cool. It's, you know, it's Zoidberg. And, oh, cool, you know, I've got Cartman. Um, but, you know, once you've got uh, at, at $12 each, you've, you've picked up, you know, Fry or someone three times. Um, it begin, you know, begins to lose its um, shine, I guess, because, you know, you don't have a lot of people to swap with. Uh, postage is a hassle, et cetera. And so you sit there and go, well, you know, do I risk a, a fourth fry or do I just quit because I'm never going to get that one in 72 um, rare figure, basically. So, yeah, those died off for me a bit. What about you, Justin? Any any examples? Yeah, sure. Uh, Star Wars three and three quarter. Believe it or not, I used to love them. I have over 400 figures in that collect, maybe even more. Um, I'll still collect the oversized vehicles when they do turn up. Um to a lesser extent, I'm not a completist in the Marvel Legends line anymore. I just uh, pick and choose from that. Um, I dare say, when Master of the Universe Classics finished, there'll be there'll be uh, nothing to fill that hole. So, you know, that's going to come to an end at the end of uh, next year. Um, and and, and um, one of the reasons you're cherry picking Marvel Legends is is one of the actual signs that we talked about last week, and that was the you know the whole repetition of those um, those popular characters that you know they have to put in waves to sell at bricks yeah, and mortar stores that you know you've you've picked up and you've got your favorite Captain America and you don't need seven more. Yeah, Star Wars three and three quarter. I don't need my seventeenth hand solo. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, thank you very much for that, Derek. It's um, good to get that kind of feedback. And that is the show. Huzzah. Yay. Well done, everybody. Always a pleasure. It is. Always. Always. And, uh, again, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you're enjoying or not enjoying collecting. And uh, we might talk about it. Or, at the very least, we might talk about you. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Unless you're Florida mom. Yeah, unless you're Florida mom. We're sick of talking about you. Yeah. Stop listening, Florida Mom. I'm taking out a petition against you listening to us. Bye, everybody. Excelsior. Have your pets paid or neutered. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigurebluescom by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. How to introduce this? Maybe you should introduce it. Well, you just don't. Um, I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you out. Oh, thanks, man. That's like, of course. Why didn't I think of that? Well, well, no, well I was trying to help you out, but now that I think about it, just sit back, relax, open up a nice, cool glass of fuck off juice. <laughs> I've never heard Ben speechless before. <laughs>
I just realized I just realized poor Ben's being subjected to an Justin Scott and John show. What? Well, normally when when the three of us do a show, it's out of control. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And Ben's <laughs> here and he's being subjected to that. So. <laughs> that is true. I automatically rein you in. Just picking up my twelve inch phantom. <laughs> well, you notice how we call it phantom because it's imaginary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin, you crack me up. <laughs> it's just poking out of the skull cave. Just a little poking in. That's what you call a man with a two-inch penis. How does he get the little belt around it, though? (laughs) Smoke and mirrors (laughs) and peanut butter. Bye. Yay! It's okay. I, I didn't collect. I didn't collect. Quit collecting anything. It's okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I was um, uh, relying on your ability to interject if required. I, I was going to go after you. I was going to go, and then you said, what about you, Justin? And then I was like, okay, I'll go after Then you're like, okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, John. I'll write in next week. Okay. <laughs>